Get Into Gate. This is episode 125. Oh, wow. One and a quarter century. Stargate SG1, that's what we're talking about. Three veteran fans. We've got a newbie here. His name's Reese. G'day, hey, mate. G'day, guys. Yeah, g'day, g'day. My name's Mitch. We've got Matty. Oh, yeah. We've got Yo. Brendan. Hey, mate. We're back, boys. Here we are talking about smoke and mirrors. Uh, now, last week I said that Matty and Brendan, now are two veteran fans of the show, have been talking about this for years. Now, you, Brendan, said... It wouldn't have been you talking about this episode. No. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Maddie, you said you very proudly claimed that, yeah, you've, well, been, I reckon you've been dropping hints. Mitch, my thoughts would be like your thoughts okay. about this episode. Well, we'll see. All right, so let's go back to the old synopsis, see what it says about the episode, and throw it over to our first time Reese and see what he thought. Senator Kingsey suffers an assassination attempt while campaigning for the presidency, and O'Neill is caught on tape leaving the building where the shots were fired. With O'Neill behind bars, Carter, Teal'c, and Jonas must prove his innocence before it's too late. Don't bother, he f***ing did it. <laughs> End of episode. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. We've got video footage. Went yep. to prison... Uh, never seen again. So nope. for those who didn't remember, the assassin wore the little emblem thing that they had in foothold. Mm, yeah. It turned him into Jack, so everyone's like, Jack did it. Classic. And they found yeah. a gun in the river next to his place. They're like, straight up. Yeah. It's got to be Jack. It's got to be Jack. I believe you, but right now we've got to <laughs> cooperate. Yeah. But God damn it, it looks like you, son. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I enjoyed this episode. I really okay. liked it. Good for you. Um, <laughs> thanks, I guess. Yeah, I was at, I was at a loss as uh, at the start. I'm I'm thinking because in the previously was it that previously on was that foothold? No, just, just no. Measures. The they, delib- they deliberately excluded anything from foothold. That mm. would make this episode make sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, they didn't want to give it away. I mean, if you saw the shot of like. You know, on the plane, and it's like you know uh, yeah, the yeah. fritzing, and it's someone. They don't have that problem else. these days when they're flogging shows. No, nah. but yeah, when um, when they were in the limo talk, I can't. What what episode was that when they were talk- in the limo talking? Oh, when Jack was going to see the president. Uh, can't remember now. There's been a couple, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah and Kinsey pops in. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm going to see the president. The floppy disk one. Was that one of them? I don't know. But um, yeah, that's Another what I thought. Earth desperate measures. Up. But yeah, they're in. They were talking about. Uh, Kinsey was saying, "Oh, you've been back in time. You've done this. You've done that." And I thought, when um, when Jack, oh, that's what he's saying. Oh, you. What? How far would you go to stop me from being president? You've seen it in the future. And then so when I saw mm. Jack on that CCTV, I was like, "Holy shit! Is this Jack from the future that's oh, come back that to kill been Kinsey?" Actually, epic. I was like, "I was like, Full that Terminator. is awesome." Yeah. Um, and then and, and you're then rudely after disappointed Car- <laughs> after yeah, after Carter's like, oh, "I've had a look at the tape. You know, it's it's not doctored in any way." I'm like, "Oh, this could be." And then um, yeah, they they told Jonas that, or Hammond told Jonas, "Yeah, it's the f- we had a foothold situation." They like, love saying uh, that. They yeah. love saying that. To yeah, everyone me. has to have a turn at saying foothold situation. Yeah, God, yeah. Joe and Paul wrote this, but story credit goes to Catherine Powers. That is correct. Oh my God! Have a look He's at the back. full credits, though. Like this, this has all the makings of being the greatest episode of Stargate SG One ever. Story by Catherine Powers, teleplay mm. by Joe and Paul, directed by Peter Deloise. Oh. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I think Catherine Powers actually had nothing to do with this episode. Yeah. Well, so, she's had well, she story got the story credit. credit. Yeah, yeah, but I think. Uh, she hasn't actually worked on the show since season four. The last episode mm. she wrote was Crossroads, back with Shannock. Mm. Um, so I have a feeling from what I've read in a few bits and pieces, this is just like a little idea she threw out a couple of years ago, back when she was still working on the show. Wrote a treatment. 
yeah, who knows how, how right. far she did it, but it was basically just an idea that was sort of pinned up on the board and now enough time has passed from foothold that they thought, oh, yeah, we might give this a crack. They've thrown it at Joe and Paul, which is the same thing they did uh, last week with Sight Unseen. It was actually a story idea by Ron Wilkerson, who left the show a season beforehand. What was Sight Unseen? What was that one? That was last week. That oh, last week. Yeah, yeah. right. Sorry. And basically just threw, throw it at Joe and Paul as the new um, writers. Literally, mm. Joe and Paul moved into Ron Wilkerson's old office. He left to go and do other things, so they gave Joe and Paul uh, his office. And they had to share an office. Yeah. Mate, bunk beds. Writing partners. Steel. Dynamic. Mm. Can we make bunk beds? <laughs> <laughs> do what you want. Double deck couch. It's your office. Um, so I'd say, yeah, they kind of just ran with this idea of, of um, Catherine Powers. See, and I, but, I noticed uh, a trend here with Joe and Paul. They're doing a lot of Earth-based apps. They mm. don't want the Stargate in it. Now, the reason I like Stargate <laughs> is because they use the f***ing Stargate. Do you know the reason I like Stargate? is because the show's called Stargate. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, these Earthbound ones I've said before are boring for me. It's like that these guys notoriously enjoy not putting the Stargate in. It's mm. like, well, I want to watch Stargate, so if we want to rest from Stargate, I won't watch Stargate. Yeah. It's like, oh, Star Trek's shit because they're always on a ship. Well, it's the trek. they're trekking it's, stars. It's the trek they, that's what they're doing. No, well, uh, if you listen to the audio commentary, which is another uh, Peter DeLuise and Gary Jones number, mm. uh, they do actually reference it. Now, I still don't have my computer, um, so I've actually tried something new with audio. I held my Uh-oh. phone. I held my phone up to the TV and recorded yeah, it that you way. You just watched it from the TV and, and spoke it into your phone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so well, and then Peter said, "What? What? This is a recording of me saying what they said." Let's uh, let's let's see what the audio quality of my phone is like. This episode was written by uh, John Paul, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, one of the jokes is that John Paul wrote a lot of NID episodes, and in fact. Michael Greenberg, one of our producers, uh, likes to remind them every once in a while that the Stargate does go to other planets (laughs) 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 because they write so many Earthbound episodes. There you go. (laughs) Not the only one to notice that, Brendan. No. It's funny how um, director's commentary is in a tin can. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this week they were yeah they were in the set yep and there you what, go. I, what I love about the way that we do things I think there's a most of <laughs> podcasts you know that might do this sort of thing would be like come in and go okay we need to figure out how we're going to do this and so when I throw you know to it we've got because the only way I could do it is by recording off my phone we're just like We'll just see how this rolls. Let's just see how it sounds. <laughs> this is what it happens. Sounds a bit like a tin thing. Who I've got, gives a, I've a, got shit? a second one. <laughs> right, can't go. No, everything we do is pretty professional. No, guys, uh, yeah. I know you want to have a laugh about this, but it's I've got we're a talking sec- about science fiction television. Uh, if you could just keep things down to a low dull, please. I've got a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're, you're using two tones in your voice there. I've got a I've got a second bit of audio for later on. <laughs> And I held my phone a little bit close to the TV, so you'll, you'll hear the difference. You'll hear the difference. Oh, yeah, right. you got to so, find the speaker on the back of your TV, mate, yeah. and just sex hole it with your phone. <laughs> got Before we it. do go on, can, can we just have a how good the O'Neill scene was when he when he sniped Kinsey? How hard's your dick? Uh, Eleven out of ten hards. That one. Wow. Because I legit, I was like, holy shit, that was in the heart. Kinsey is dead. Mm. He's f-ing dead. And that was O'Neill. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, for me, that was uh, that was that was. I mean, you're all looking at me with deadpan faces, so I can tell you were, you guys weren't excited. But look, I'm sure it was when we first <laughs> well, saw it. Did, but it's um, just like mm, we know it's not him. Did immediately. they establish how Kinsey survived? Like, did he have like a Bible in, he his, had a bullet- in his top pocket? Or <laughs> no, they just like said he's not dead. Bible? He's in a coma. Which, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, what? A yeah, f- they, they said he had a bulletproof vest. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, Why was okay, he in a coma? Okay. 
because it probably because um, the impact really yeah, really it's really a very heart. it was a very advanced bullet. Um, <laughs> no, I think punched someone in the heart. Nanite. It was a nanite bullet. If it hit him in the heart, the blunt force could have like given him a heart attack or something like that. So that yeah. might have put him into a coma or something like that. But well, I thought yeah. that was Induced a bit of a cop coma. Out. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bit of a cop out for me. It's that just part. sci-fi. You got to go roll with it. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. For no reason at all, this reminded me of Mark Wahlberg's shooter from double two thousand. Oh, because they both had oh, snipers. They had big guns on the roof. I've never seen it. Yeah, just like no. any any movie, really, with a sniper. Mm. Yeah, because I was going to say Jack Reacher at the start. Jai Courtney snipe. Well, he snipes six yeah. people. The five of them were a Jack decoy. Reacher around. Yeah. Yeah. The first okay one, not the shit second one. Uh, did you notice, Reese, a little reference to 1969? Oh, Tilk learning to drive. Yeah, learning to drive from mm, Daniel Jackson. Yeah. Wasn't Tilk a f***ing badass in this one? Hells yeah. <laughs> How'd you learn to drive? It was Daniel Jackson that instructed me. Well, when was that? I believe the year was 1969. <laughs> Jonas didn't question it. He's like, oh, okay. He probably, he probably did in his own head, and he's like, I don't, I just, That's cause let's just leave it. Because he's got that identity. He's read all the files and all the books on the base twice, so he's yeah. got that identity yeah, memory. I wonder whether when he read that that particular mission file, that he goes, ah, uh, this is the one they put in there to see whether I believe everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm the head of the game now. Uh, and the I reason he asked Tilk was because, like, how he's, I bet you he doesn't say 1969, and I know that's when he. <laughs> Learn how to drive. Yes, yeah. oh, test him. The lies run deep. In that scene, um, Jonas had a uh, had a clipboard. Yeah. With what? that top secret photo, in who they're looking for, all those names. Yeah. And then when they started chasing the guy, he just threw it in the front yard, left it. Yeah. <laughs> top secret information. Don't worry about it. it. Yeah. Just leave it in the front yard. Here's the weirdest part I, I had with this episode. The, the problem I had with it is Jonas's superpower strikes again with his eidetic memory. They wouldn't have figured it out unless Jonas. Recognized that guy. They knocked on the guy's door. Oh, you're not the guy we're looking for. Then walked away. And Jonas was like, mm. I've seen that guy before. And it's like, oh, he was a gate technician a year the ago. The day when, that he walked in. Yeah, the day came, yeah. back in Meridian or whatever it was that he came back. Tilk was standing right next to him. Tilk would have been working with that te- yeah. technician for years, years. And Tilk didn't recognize him. Tilk's a nah. had He came to Jonas and his Beneath superpower. Him. Yeah. SG1, bro, represent. That guy had been bringing Tilk grapes every day. <laughs> yeah. Tilk's like, who the f are you? And it's like, he was in the lemon chicken line. Hey, grape boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grape boy. Bring me a bunch. <laughs> Clean my pouch, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing that annoyed me about both of those scenes were Carter and NID boy. We're looking for one guy. Mm. Tilk and Jonas were looking for another guy. So you get the knock on the door scene from Carter and what's his name? She's got the gratuitous uh, earthbound app lock picking skills. Yeah, of again. Oh, yep. But the thing that irked me was, all right, not only are those scenes side by side, but the, both the guys they're looking for were each at their home address in the middle of broad daylight after the assassination. Yeah. And they were both involved. Mm. Wouldn't they be on the lam? Like, no, because... Because they had the foothold foot like thing to appear as someone else. Oh, that's, right. Stay at home, that's mate. That's why you put... Here's the weirdest thing. So you've got Jonas and Teal, both SG members that are knocking on his front door and he puts on the little device to make him look like an SG technician. One of the only 12 that... Yeah, right. You know, that... Wouldn't were, they be briefed on that? Yeah. 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 Um, 
And then he answers the door looking like that, and I was like, oh, Yeah, really? wouldn't Jonas? If Jonas had an identic memory, then he would look at the 12 people and memorize that. So yeah. it wouldn't be like, The first day that I arrived on Earth. Yeah. And then. Can hell yeah, it'd, be, it'd be better if he flicked through 12 <laughs> pieces of paper and go, I knew that was yeah. him. Had mm. they connected it to the foothold devices yet at that point? Or was well, it only. Once Tilk did the arm bar and flipped that guy over, he ripped open his shirt. Yeah, so that was obviously after they. Pulled the. the device off but then if you look the guy's shirt's not ripped mm. oh that's oh, that's part of the back. that was yeah. part of the deception yeah no, he didn't rip it <laughs> yeah. he opened the buttons no you could see it he ripped he ripped his like flannel shirt and the two of the buttons were missing mm. meanwhile and it morphs into a brand new shirt so if i just go with go it go with yeah. it mate <laughs> meanwhile uh over with barrett and carter that warehouse they broke into is the exact same warehouse that Barrett was in in Wormhole Extreme when we first met him. That's that's it's the exact oh, yeah. it's the exact same warehouse that they always go to. Yeah, one warehouse, and we'll see it probably four or five more times at least. Didn't you think that whole kind of underground gun store was a bit over the top and cheesy? Like, there's lot lots of lamps, and there's like a a. It's just like sci-fi. A, just go with it. <laughs> tiger rug on the floor. Yeah, and I think dudes that was, in a silk. I think Top. that was that's very Peter Deloise. He's obviously doing homages to other movies like that. I guess so. The, the cliche part for me, and I totally forgotten about it, was at the end when the board. when Carter busts like all those classic like bunch of white evil guys in suits, yeah. like old guys just plotting <laughs> behind the yeah. scenes. I was like, that's lame. Oh god! I mean, for two thousand and two, I'm sure that was really brilliant. But I'm like, I don't think oh, so. God, Six and a half minutes. So that's bad. a new record. <laughs> so. I've got something here, a bit of wiki fun from the wiki page. Fun fact. So you know how the the entire reason they went to that warehouse was because they said you can't buy that in the shops, Yeah. the, the weapon that he was using? All right. Yeah. So the assassin's Yours. rifle is a Remington model 700, one of the great guns. Uh, <laughs> modified. <laughs> well, it, it is if modified. I'd known about this chat, I would have got Craig in. Well, yeah, we don't need him, mate. Obviously, I've got this covered. Modified. <laughs> it's gone to firearms.com. Look, the Remington has been modified in this episode to be a takedown. Don't know what that is. With a <laughs> shredded barrel to allow a suppressor attachment, which I believe is also a, a, known on the streets as a silencer. Yeah, a takedown means it can be broken down into pieces, like when you saw O'Neill at the start assembling the weapon. Sure. And then you can take it down into separate pieces. Now, and- According to the, to the wiki, despite what it is said in the episode, the rifle used was pretty much the kind of thing you could pick up at one sporting goods store in the US. Mm. Except for the suppressor and the takedown feature, which apparently you can just saw that in half. Get off on the on the internet. But uh, look. Sci-fi, mate. Just go with it. Something which is in well within reach of an Air Force colonel if it was, in fact, Jack O'Neill. Which it wasn't. Which it wasn't. So that should have been dead giveaway. And it was. Yeah, why would you need to go to that shop then? Well, you have to prove it, don't you? Well, that's not what they were doing. Well, Jack was in jail. Yeah. <laughs> so who put him Where there? Where did they find the weapon? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the two found, officers that came in and they arrested him. <laughs> the weapon that Kin- was shot by Kinsey was mm. in the river near Jack's cabin. Mm. Gotcha. But his yeah. cabin's in another state. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they, his cabin, they flew there. Because they cab- said that they searched his property and his cabin, and then the witness said that they saw Jack near the river, I think near his cabin. Well, maybe it was near his okay, house, but well, near the river, Kinsey that's where they was, found the Kinsey gun. was assassinated in presumably Washington. Um, yes. Jack's uh, cabin is in Minnesota. Yeah. Jack would have been at his cabin on, yeah. on no, vacation. He was 20 miles away from nowhere or something, fishing. 
Wouldn't yeah, that be yeah. his cabin? Possibly. Ah, uh, Slink. But how did he get from Washington to Minnesota to dump his gun there? Well, they've got See? CCTV that places him yeah, there. Where's the, where's yeah. Interesting fact. So remember a couple of weeks ago when we were Prometheus mm. and when we had the meeting with the TV execs, we were actually using the Stargate um, production office. Yeah. Well, that um, stairwell is actually the Stargate production stairwell. So Gary Jones was telling it in the audio commentary. If you audition for Stargate for a part, you have to walk up those stairs. You like you walk up. Those and stairs walk. are famous. <laughs> Ooh, baby. So anyone who's ever been on the show <laughs> has walked up and down those stairs, coming up to do their audition, oh. and then going back down. The assassin oh. walk. Mm. Well, it wasn't yeah. really Richard Dean. An- it wasn't really Jack O'Neill. That w- it was the clone. Yeah, it was that bloody uh, what's his name? Nod guy. Yeah, the devil. Tilk's interview techniques are tremendous. Mm. Wasn't that just the best scene ever in Stargate? Yeah, it's well, pretty good. Go that far. No, it's that's pretty good. Tilk. 15 out of 9 hards for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. I loved it. He just broke like water on rocks. Like, I, like, yeah, the whole scene was just shot perfectly. Like, Tilk just, you'd expect him to go in and just be like so aggressive, like, tell me everything. But he's just like... Opens the door, stands in the doorway a bit, just steps through, closes the door really politely, sits down and just stares at him. I would have then, really liked it I if he, it. if that exact same thing happened. Walks in, it's all dark, closes the door, lifts up his shirt and just shows him Junior. And the guy's <laughs> just freaking out. <laughs> so I did like how Hammond believed in Jack and really, really wanted it to not to be Jack. So he devoted... The entire resources of the SGC. Mm, yeah, I'm suspending you. Jonas is like, where the f*** was that trust last week? Unfortunately, there's nothing he can do for Colonel O'Neill at this time. On the other hand, I'm not a politician, which is why I'm suspending SG-1 off-world duties and assigning the three of you to get to the bottom of this. You have the full resources of this command at your disposal. Thank you, sir. Dismissed. America. I, I really loved that part. The music, but I really love that part because Hammond knew that that was all that he could do, basically. Yeah. Um, he's got politicians and superiors breathing down his neck. He won't be able to make any rash decision or, or like big decision that he'll have to do paperwork on, but he he, he can say, I'm going to suspend SG-1's missions. Hell yeah. That's in his power to do. And that's what I love. That was his input to the team. That's that He's like, I, I believe that Jack didn't do it. Go clear him. Do whatever you need to do. I mean, yeah. take a missile if you want. Yeah. Um, Which I liked. I, liked it. I was like, sweet, two super geniuses and a Jafar. <laughs> 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 what else do you want as your detectives? I think for me... This is episode of Scooby-Doo, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ripping off the mask, ripping off the foothold, bloody... I think for me, this is, um, this is the writers still trying to find their feet in the we don't have as much RDA as we would normally like. And it does take him to, I think, next season to really adjust to that. But I find last week's episode and this week's episode, if you if you look really, really closely, the way they're written is so that you get a big chunk of RDA in one point and then he's not there for the rest of the episode. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of Jonas Carter until... Yeah. And I hate to do that because to me, the four... Well, before Jonas, when it was Daniel was still here, like the, the team, to me, all four of them are as important as the other. Yeah. Like Jack's no more important than the other three in terms of my enjoyment. But I just find the way... Jackson's that- not as important as anyone. Oh, you shut up. He's my- <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> Jonas um, is. He deserves I, the full respect he, of SG-1. I love Get Daniel. 
<laughs> so um so I just find yeah, I think I think the the writers and stuff they do um like I said, find their feet in later seasons um of how to deal with reduced jack. I think Especially next season, I think. Sorry, I just ate a Twix, so I'm burping. <laughs> sorry, um, trying to keep the blood sugar up. Um, I think season seven is my favourite season, um, and there's probably even less Jack in it than this season in terms of yeah. his availability. He starts scaling back. Um, yeah, I love seven. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think this is they're still sort of tr- finding their feet and stumbling a little bit through here. So I find, and even next week's episode is, is a very similar sort of thing. You get a large chunk of Jack in one section that they could shoot in a few days, and then they spend the rest of the week filming with um, with everyone else. Mm. So um, there's good stuff there. It's just yeah, the the yeah the, the, the sto- dynamic of SG one isn't there, and the, the story's mm. not as tight as it would normally be because they're forced into this having to be like, okay, we can't have Jack for this section, we can't have yeah. Jack for this. So it kind of does, I think, handcuff them a little bit. Um, but still enjoyable, not as bad as like you know Shadow Play or. Um, if only they had something one. that could add to the episode to sort of even it out, like a f-ing Stargate. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's like ne- yeah, next week's episode, which is what is it? Paradise Lost. Mm. I remember is yeah good because they actually go off world. Right. <laughs> That's all. Let's use the giant prop we've got that costs a hundred grand. So good, someone else, one of my favourite quotes of the uh, of the episode, I must say, at the end, it was a bit of a, a bit of a weird scene. But that um, when they had the committee in, and then Carter turns back to herself and she says, "General Hammond sends his regards," and then oh, everyone zing. busts in. I'm like, yeah, like that would have been where you shot them all up. Like if that was Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, General Hammond sends his all. regards. <laughs> 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 but of course, you know. PG. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I love that. I love that line. That was awesome. I, I liked it how the the front guy of, of that board meeting was like, Hammond doesn't seem like the kind of guy that that folds to outside pressure. And it's yeah. like, of course he does. Mm. <laughs> he did in that other episode. Yeah, remember in season four when he quit because like of outside you, pressure? Yeah. <laughs> if he kidnapped his grandchildren. If he kidnapped his grandchildren again, I'm yeah, pretty sure he'll quit. What happens if he doesn't? T- just kill him. Yeah, just kill him. Do Easy. That. No one will ask. Just speed dial one and trace the call. Mm. Colin Cunningham makes another appearance in this episode. Mm. Half of as, as a, I don't know. What do we call these guys? The clone or hologram? Are, the mimics. hologram. The mimics. Ooh, I, don't mind I like her. that. Nice. Foothold mimics. Now, I know it's not Davis's fault, but what he's trying to kill Kinsey again, obviously, because Kinsey didn't die from the jack shot. Yeah. So he's yeah. dressed. The assassin has again dressed up, but this time he's Major Davis. So he gets his. He goes into the hospital room, pulls out his gun from the other pocket, pulls out the suppressor silencer, and takes ages screwing it on, <laughs> like fucking ages. Well, he kept misthreading it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just, just what? Why isn't it on before you go in there? Yeah. Or just like, go in and smother him with a pillow. Yeah. Why does it have to be a gunshot? Yeah. Yeah. Or just unplug everything from the wall. Yeah. But He's then in a coma. It, but they did that kind of close-up shot of him screwing in the suppressor, mm. or the silencer rather, and and it zooms into Kinsey. Yeah. Through the gun, I'm like, it's, I guess it's a creative shot, but it's yeah. The only it's way, kind of annoying. The only way it's yeah. going to take it longer yeah. is if like the Davis mimic like pulled out a pair of like black leather gloves <laughs> and like put those <laughs> put on yeah. first, and yeah. then picked out the gun, and then picked out yeah. the silencer. Hairnet. <laughs> yeah. But like, just a like the door, 
lock the door behind you. Mm. Then they, no one will burst in. Yeah. Also, why did um, Carter at the end, why did she go, oh, six and a half minutes, that's a new record. They already had the mimic device that that was permanent for, uh, for Davis off that NID guy. She could have used that. No, they had to use the replica ones that only lasted for six and a half minutes. No, because that one only is for Davis. Right. No one... Well, the guy, the assassin guy is new, so it's he was never put through the machine and foothold, so there's not a, a good one for him. So what they were saying is they tried to replicate the Mimic devices, but the best they could ever get was like three or three and a half minutes. Yeah, because they had to have a Mimic device to look like the assassin, so the assassin Was he not a Mimic back. in foothold? The assassin? No, Davis. Yes. But the one you're talking about is Carter, the Carter one that Carter had pretending to be the mim- yeah. mimicking the but assassin. Yeah. At Davis, the end. Davis couldn't walk into that meeting because oh, the assassin. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking she mimicked Davis. No, no she was okay. the assassin. No, she mimicked yeah. the assassin. Yeah, yeah, because she was yeah. the the new copy. Yeah, right. Yeah, my bad, my bad. But like, that's, my father made me wrong. Oh, that's a record, six and a half minutes. I'm like, that's a huge leap in te- technological advancement, mm. doubling yeah. your time. Yeah. With yeah. an hour's notice. <laughs> to get it done just in time. Yeah. Did um did anyone else's skin crawl with one of the last lines when Kinsey goes, Smile, Colonel, you just won me the election. Ugh. I was like, I just want to reach for the teeth and God. strangle him. Yeah, he is good, that actor. <laughs> Isn't he? You like, just you could and cut him. You could just see O'Neill just like hatred for being there. He's like, I've got to do this. Yeah. I'm like, otherwise I'd go to jail. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ultimately, yeah. and then to and then for him to just be like, yeah, not only did I make you do this, but you've done, you've won me the election. I was like, oh jeez. Yeah. How much does he wish Kinsey wasn't wearing that bulletproof vest? Oh man, I was so spewing when he was um, when he was still alive. Yeah, yeah. devastated. Why won't you die? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say Joe and Paul write Earthbound episodes because they don't like going to other world. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> it took the scenic route. Uh, so, this is Around the World. We're going to find out what this episode was called in other languages. First yeah. of all, we're going to France. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Oh, it goes with the beat, man. Plus, there's a full stop in between everything you're saying. So, you have to speak Emphasis. like that. There's an exclamation mark. Emphasis. Exclamation point. So, we're going to the French. And the French for this episode is Ecrans de fumée. I'm cramming the fragrance. (laughs) Close. Smoke screens. Oh, how is that close? Um, I don't know. Just sci-fi, mate. Just go with with it. (laughs) And next we go to Italy. Yaha! Woohoo! I've definitely ordered this at a restaurant. (laughs) Fumo e specchi. Yeah. Mm. Extra large, please. Yep. <laughs> and what came out on your plate? Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How much is this rubbish? I can't eat this. Coke on a mirror. Uh, there's a great joke from Gilmore Girls where um, there's like this fan. There? There's this fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's been silent for 32 minutes. But he's. Go on home. Never, we never saw him again. <laughs> the smiling assassin strikes. Boom! So quick. Uh, but what I was mentioning is uh, there's like this hoity-toity upmarket lady, and she's uh, she, she thinks she's eating something fancy, but it's just mac and cheese. Um, but she goes, "Oh, it's very, it's very similar to the pasta alla fromage from Delatoise." 
Because you think she's eating something fancy. Okay, I guess, right. I, guess I guess Mitch was right. Yeah. Um, that was pretty good. If that's the best the Gilmore Girls have got, I'm glad <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's not their best. I just said it was, you know, it was... Really good scene. It was, in there. It was a really good joke. Well... Not, not their best, but it was good. Had to be there. <laughs> and then we go to the Spanish. Hola, amigos. Arriba! Que? Queso? Peso. Queso? <laughs> What's beer? What's beer in Spanish? Corona. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cerveza. Sol. Dos, so, dos cervezas, por favor. Uh, so the Spanish for this episode was... Eight, please. Yeah. Eight, if you don't mind. Get the lemon in there, for God's sake. Humos, lemon, put a lime in. Humos espendios. Spending humans. Humos, humos e espejos. Smoke and mirrors. Oh. Yeah. I think they spelt it wrong. Yep. Obviously. Uh, next we go to check. Oh, they love their little squiggles, I tell you. Well, it's normal to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kurova clona. Two words. Two words, yet smoke screen. Just one word, smoke screen. Kurova clona. Interesting? Maybe not. Smoke screen. Cloner? That's definitely clone, surely. Maybe it's just screen. Maybe, maybe. It's probably mimic. Mm. See? Mm. Mimic device. But then why is the yeah, episode it's... called Smoke Screen? Dunno. Mm. Your wife speaks <laughs> Czech, you should know these things. Uh, next we go to Hungary. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Yes? <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my mouth maybe around all these go consonants. To speak Hungarian or in, in the accent. I, I feel like you, the, you, you look like you need me to come around and give you the Heimlich. Like. <laughs> you come around and give me something, buddy. Uh, it's the Heimlich. It's like a salami, yeah. but with a H. Um, <laughs> hatal mi hark. Hata, hatal mi hark. Sounds uh, Norwegian. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and Sporet said yes. <laughs> struggle for power slash power struggle. Ah. Mm. Mm. I don't see how. Adal miharg. The NID, they're trying to kill people and put someone else in their place. That's a okay. struggle for power. We've all got a story, mate. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and we'd like to finish with the German. Oh. Loving it. Das Machtkartell. Das Machtkartell. Cartel? The power cartel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, all, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. Uh, and that's around the world. Fantastic. Uh, it's time for the Get Into Gate. Harry Mailbag. Weekly. Come on, Mitch. Step up. <laughs> hey, if you guys want to go and uh, have a drink or, uh, I don't know. We'll see you next week. Drive home and have a yeah. nap. <laughs> Come back. Come back in time for Paradise Lost uh, next weekend. That'd be great. Okay, five star review. Oh yeah, by Williams underscore seventy nine from the US yeah. of a. Obviously, Ooh. Williams underscore sixty nine was already taken. Yeah. it tunes. Mm. Uh, in the event you find yourself, and I'm why. Mind you, this, this, is going to, this is like a short novella. In the event you find yourself searching for a podcast that reviews and critiques Stargate, a beloved and long-running science fiction television series with deference given to the weighty geopolitical, moral, and philosophical issues bro- broached by the series, a podcast whose hosts take a serious and scholarly approach to the subject matter and come well prepared to conduct a deep content. I see where he's starting to go now. This is the longest.
cereal I've ever seen. Then I might suggest continuing said search elsewhere. If, <laughs> however, you wish to have your mind's eye permanently scarred by a gaggle of impertinent Aussies who will confront your sensibilities with the likes of an irreparable. Oh, me, mate. Irrepressible. Irrepressible. There we go. Mental image of the great Richard Dean Anderson pooping through an open wormhole. <laughs> I love that he, I love he can get... Ip- <laughs> yeah. Pooping, there's a word I can read. I love he can get... <laughs> <laughs> Never stumbled on that he one. He can get irrepressible and pooping in the same sentence yeah. and it just no flows. No one thought it could be done. <laughs> and none of us said that it was Jack shitting through the Stargate. We left well, it ambiguous. No. Oh, Jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't say it wasn't him. Yeah, no. pl- please don't assume yeah. who's shitting through the yeah, gate if there, If you William. really loved or even listened to this show, you know we don't yeah. assume I anything. assumed please. all four of them lined up. Yeah. yeah. Please He's don't assume my sphincter. Dump. Well, each, <laughs> right, each corner of the game. three of them, and they're like, come on, Carter, get into it. She's like, all right, here we go, up the up the ramp. Oh, Pull down your decks. I'll hang one. One team member per chevron, no more, no less. <laughs> well, he says if we're into that, and the inevitable reaction of an unsuspecting gold on the receiving end of the aforementioned interplanetary excretion, <laughs> this is the podcast for which you have been waiting. And may God have mercy on your poor, wretched soul. You may find yourself enjoying the simple pleasures derived from listening to the hosts mercilessly chastise each other as thoughts of the episode being discussed drift gently into the treasured past. <laughs> <laughs> that that I uh, can't actually argue with. At all. No. Or you may wonder to yourself why certain hosts talked too much about Star Trek. Mm. Yeah. T, T uh, with only one O. Yeah, so can I just say all this bloody dictionary thesaurus action you've got going on? You say too much. The two is with one O. So, so that's an acceptable amount picky. of Star Trek, really. Thank you. But no, you will not. come to find <laughs> that it is the hosts that are the show, not the topics. Oh, wow. Stop oh. it. Williams <laughs> underscore 79. I can oh, make few assurances about this podcast aside from the following. Should you find yourself amenable to their particular brand of humorous commentary, thank you, you will at some point find yourself laughing so uproariously that strangers will violate decorum and momentary acknowledge your existence with looks of confusion and judgment as they attempt in vain to exert social control over you to enforce the norms. What could possibly be so funny is to disturb us as we sit in a crowded doctor's office trying to pretend we don't notice each other, they may wonder. But little do they know what is happening in a realm beyond their understanding. (laughs) Hang on, turn the page. (laughs) To limit review of this podcast to the host and content, however, would be a travesty in and of itself. There's no limit to this review. (laughs) The growing community around this show is a wonder to behold. You almost certainly find yourself eagerly anticipating the host emptying the get-into-gate hairy mailbag directly into your ears. Thanks in part to the wonders of Bluetooth headphone technology and a dedicated and talented listenership. Absolutely. I cannot recommend this podcast highly enough to fans of Stargate, (laughs) nor will I be coerced into doing so. (laughs) Should you find yourself listening to this podcast and wondering if it is really for you, I would recommend listening to a hundred or so episodes... Leaving a five-star review and then taking some time to reflect on what you've experienced and your life and all the poor decisions you've made that have led you to this place. View and browser. Oh, hang on, you wrote so much, I figured view and browser was yours as well. Um, view wow. and browser. Wow. Well um, done. That was Unbelievable. brilliant. Williams. Sensational. Big Will Dog. I mean, I can't help but feel that he wrote that just for us to read it on the podcast because who the f- 
He's going to read that in the reviews. Right? Yeah. People are scrolling straight past that. I mean, oh, I'll, I go to a, five I'll go to a two-liner one. Exceptionally adequate Stargate podcast. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read this long-ass six-screenshot long one. As I but pulled I mean, up like the seven or eight screenshots of that email, my thought goes back to Ricky Gervais doing his... Um, Animals stand up when he goes to read from the Bible and he pulls it out up on the stage, puts it down on the lectern. He's like, page one, Genesis. And he looks out the back corner and he's, lock the doors. It's going to be a long read. um, Uh, Williams underscore 79. Thank you, sir. Well done. That's going to be our longest read. Review ever. I've been yeah. writing that down. And that's not a challenge. Please I mean, don't try to break it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean we, we've had emails of that length, but as a review, that is. Yeah, that's that's a that is up there. I'm surprised that iTunes don't have like a word, a character yeah, count. Like ca- cap you off at a certain <laughs> Actually, point. they just brought it in the next day. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> made a breach. <laughs> there's a whole Apple server farm just holding this one review. <laughs> <laughs> that's outstanding. Big well Willie. Done. Well done. He's put an extra 10 hards on the 69, mate. Well done. That's Absolutely. Like 79. Absolutely. Plus I'm, 10 hards. And that's the end of the segment. Yeah. <laughs> I've come across a tweet from Melodep at Melodep on Twitter. Uh, she says, I just found this podcast. Three experienced gators watch and discuss Stargate with a newbie. So, four funny guys with great accents talking about each and every Stargate episode. What's not to love? Just oh. started rewatching SG1 again, so it's perfect timing. Hashtag Stargate. It's Reese with the traffic. We'll see you again in 15 minutes. Melodep. If nice. you one of the great, one of the great tweeters. Well done. A message here from Shoe Queen at Mum in High Heels. Big, big shout out actually. Her profile yeah. picture. This is on Twitter. Is a picture of herself. And the big RDA. Oh, the one and only. A very recent one, too. He's looking very grey. Both pooping through the Stargate, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) It's good for the soul. It wouldn't be. This is a reply to our uh, chat on Prometheus. And she said she read or she heard somewhere that RDA really hated this script and wanted little to do with it. He apparently channeled his irritation into his performance. Thoughts? Now, Mm. I think this is off the back of during the episode, there's that moment where Major Davis is there and... Yeah. O'Neill busts through was like, what the f*** just happened? We yeah. were giving some bullshit story to some piss-weak journo. All of a sudden, the NID and a rogue Gould have hijacked our first ever spaceship. And <laughs> yeah. he was so pissed not even at finished. literally everything. Oh, we didn't even realise until after we watched it, that, that poor woman that comes up and he goes, what? She was actually from Craft <laughs> Services offering him a coffee. <laughs> into it. And then, yeah. Uh, Matty, so, yeah, so based on that, I went uh, went and had a look on to, I found it actually on GateWorld, on the GateWorld website. Great people at GateWorld. Uh, well, they want to yeah, sponsor the show. Get in touch. <laughs> Uh, and they've got here... Um, <laughs> Get into gate at gmail.com. RDA made use of his role as executive producer to provide feedback on scripts. And writer-producer Joseph Malazzi tells the story that Rick had particularly sharp objections to the original script for this episode, yep. such as the fact that Earth's prized new ship could be stolen right out of the hands of SG-1 and the US military. The story was rewritten so that Jack was nowhere near the incident when it happened and he was given the chance in the episode to dress down another officer for having allowed it to happen. Nice. Wowzers. And that's my favourite scene in the show. Yeah, absolutely. In that episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We and popped like- that on our spotlight scene of the week in uh, Facebook. Oh, is that a thing, is it? 
Jeff? Yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that this isn't like a unique case, but I do love this because sometimes you get like an actor or an actress that and they've been in a role for a little while and they start to become bigger than the role in their own minds or bigger than the show to the point where mm. characteristics of that character and stuff they maybe even wear, their their physical appearance. <coughs> Michael Shanks. <laughs> changes because of the wants of the actor or actress playing them. Whereas this, he's seen a script... And yeah, he's got his name. I get he's an executive producer, but he's also getting then double paychecks. He could just go, "Yep, sweet, okay." There's my X amount of thousand dollars this week. Cool. He's read that. And went, no, what? No, hang on. My guy wouldn't be okay with this. <laughs> yeah. That shouldn't happen anyway. But if it did, that would happen that on I've Jack's watch for six years. Yeah. He wouldn't stand for that shit. Rewrite some crap so I can actually yell at someone. Like yeah. I love yeah. that. They've, yeah, that maybe in some. I know he's an EP, but at the same, he sort of went above his pay grade as an actor to demand changes be made because yeah. he knows the character Took off so his well. actor hat, put on his executive producer hat yeah. and went, yeah. <laughs> no. Rather than, you know, like Jennifer Lawrence's situation and go, you know how I'm playing that person who's really proud of being a mutant and I'm I, I, I'm by default, I'm, I'm blue. I don't like the whole makeup thing. <laughs> um, maybe for the next, like, I don't know, two and a half, maybe three movies, depending on if I make an edit up Don't next. even get me started. Um, I was, can I'm, I be blue like almost never, please? I'm wearing my, um, <laughs> yes. my, my Phoenix t-shirt yes. tonight yes. and uh, while we're waiting for you to arrive, uh, Reese made the, made the mistake of talking to me about it. Yep. And then I just and then I, and then I just Well, see, I wasn't in the mood of talking. So I asked Maddie what's on his shirt and I didn't yeah. say a word for 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And, like, and then and then we got Jennifer that, Lawrence. Is that just like her being slack with the blue face paint and Reese's there just glazing See, I didn't over. even know that. <laughs> Reese's there. Suddenly. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't I mean, I didn't know this conversation was happening. But does that make you like one of those people that get like a tattoo across their face and then when you look it's like Looking at my tattoo, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's on your face. <laughs> yeah, don't you want people to look at it? But uh, yeah, where well, that's the premiere yeah. this week, mate. Thanks, Mum in high heels. Oh, absolutely, we've all said that at one point in our lives, haven't we? <laughs> absolutely, Shoe Queen strikes back. Look, that's the sequel. That's the name of her next tweet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of her. Damo Edwards, a great mate <laughs> oh, of the show. He's back. Damo. He tweets at Get Into Gate, been doing a re-listen of all eps for the third time. Sitting at work, bloody cracking up re-listening to this ep. Jaws needs to return. Love it, boys. That was for Double Jeopardy. Big fan of the Jaws. I mean, who isn't? But Yeah. And uh, I mean, Jaws is interstate. I mean, if you're a guest of the show and you're talking about shoving a turkey baster up your cock... Then sure, you've made it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Like well, I mean, the I've, first episode talking I'm, about a vinegar face. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, oh, I'm, a, I'm a changed man. I will go to my grave now knowing what the vinegar stroke is. Yeah. I'm a changed man because of Jaws. Yeah. So yeah. welcome, everyone's welcome. And uh, we'll we'll close out this week's mailbag with um, it looks like a tweet. Yeah, tweet from uh, my boy Bobby Reedy. Bobby, your boy. He says, uh, at Getting to Gate at the Flying Gibson, just listen to Ep One Two Three Natural Selection. So, at the Brendan Gibson, you're just going to casually drop the answer to a question as 0.16 light years <laughs> and then not jump onto conversion.com? Mm. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag slipping. Absolutely, yeah. Bobby. And while like I, I don't on... like to, you know, yep. say more conversion.com, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't disagree with Bobby. No. I, I had I did jump on conversion.com during that episode. I just hadn't thought about that. Um, but you know, to you, and you had to slipping. get on 
online and make a public apology. I did, and I and I since I jumped onto Twitter and I said I sincerely apologise to all, all listeners for my behaviour in this week's podcast at Get Into Gate. Uh, it will never happen again. Point one six light years is one point five one three seven e plus twelve kilometres. Great people at conversion.com. Hashtag not sorry. Hashtag get fucked. Well, I think there's only one thing that we can say to you. Box of <laughs> shame. You got one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, give Maddie a compliment right now. Two weeks in a row. That, oh, f- that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be box, a good box of shame. Uh, we all give each other compliments. That's disgusting. Yeah, let's do oh that. God, I'm, I'm happy to give uh, Mitch and Maddie a compliment. No worries. Yeah, obviously they deserve them. Well, yeah. That's... Well, more than Brendan, I mean. It's time, time to, to find out, out if Reese has been paying attention. Oh, I got some absolute gimmies here. I'm expecting oh. you to get five out of five here, Reese. Making it easy. Get. F- <laughs> uh, we got five questions up on the board here. Just wheeling the board, guys. <laughs> Why are we wheeling the board in now? We got a new board or something. You got to draw yeah, a diagram that. in thirty seconds. Absolutely. We're we're over one hundred and twenty yeah. episodes. I've got some categories here. <laughs> wheeling in to the choose board from yeah. categories. It's, it's now what? Jeopardy. It's now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'll, take, go... I'll take Carter's haircuts for five hundred, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> I'll take nothing to do with the show for twelve hundred. <laughs> I'll take bugs, bugs, and bugs <laughs> for two hundred. Thanks. I'll, I'll take I'll take Walter and Daniel Cardigan's comparison for six hundred. <laughs> I'll take Cooper's fault for four hundred. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty amazing. Uh, Thirty seconds on the clock for the trivia for Reese. In the the storm starts after this question. Right, okay. Just get to let you know. If you just don't, don't get caught. Yeah. Don't get caught. Don't get caught. <laughs> just expect the clock to start. Right. Yeah. After and the this same first rules one. it's been for. Yeah. yeah. Just Pop in case your headphones on. Just mate, in case so you never because right. the clock does matter. Just in case you've never played before, Reese. Yeah. You might be new to right. this game. I forget so every week. I forget the rules. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. So that's good I that you've been paying attention. I know. In the episode "Smoke and Fire," which is this episode, false. Who? Incorrect. Who, <laughs> you got to wait for this. <laughs> Who was the victim of an attempted assassination? Kinsey. Correct. What year did Daniel Jackson teach Tilk how to drive? 69. Correct. Where did O'Neill say he was whilst on vacation? In the middle of nowhere. Where? His cabin. Incorrect. What is the name of the main NID agent? Dev- Devlin. Incorrect. Who was the story credit for this episode? Catherine Powers. Correct. Where did Jack say he was on vacation? Well, he said he was in the middle of nowhere. He did, but where? The question is where. No, he where was did in he Minnesota, say? and Maddie said that during the podcast as well. If you weren't paying attention, well, I wasn't. For all the but you said where did Jack say he was, and I said in the middle of nowhere, and you said, yeah, he did say that, but where? Well, I've just told you the answer. Minnesota. Mm. Anyway, you didn't get the other one. The NID agent was Agent Barrett. Barrett. Now, for those playing at home... Well, he wasn't the main one. He's the main fucking NID guy forever now. The one that's in love with Carter. <laughs> the one that laid on top of her and was like, I got you covered. And she's like, get your gun out of my hip. And he's like, it's mm. my dick. He wasn't the main one. <laughs> that guy. Devlin was the main one. He was the one running around doing the work, mate. Who's Devlin? Who's Devlin? He's the one that assassinated <laughs> Kinsey. He's, n- he's the assassin. Yeah, he works for NID. The main N- but he's a rogue he's NID. He's a rogue agent. NID. Oh, mate, you got a NID agent. Jump on board and pay attention. 
I think for those te- playing I think technically you got them all wrong because Brendan prefaced it with in the episode smoke and fire. So- <laughs> fire what- and water. <laughs> That's why I said false, and then you didn't even pick that up. Oh, I don't know. Mm. I don't, like I said, I was drunk. What else is new? I think you, you were doomed from the start, buddy. Uh, uh, Useless. That was a trick question for you, so you got that right. Mm. Like the question for those playing fu- at home, what's the main NID? Well, your main NID agent is different to my main. Why don't you say the NID agent that Carter was running around with? I didn't say rogue, and I, I didn't say it? what was the assassin's name. Yeah. The NID agent. You said the NID guy. Not rogue agent. Anyway. You said the NID guy. For those guy, playing at home, guy. Agent Barrett's first name is Malcolm. So if we're talking about Carter's- it was Andy? If you're talking about Carter's Makita. love interests, you got <laughs> Nareem on the left, Matouf on the right, and Malcolm in the middle for those playing at home. Oh, oh good one, Dad. See what I did? Yeah, uh, because- Malcolm. Frankie Muniz, yeah. Who? Malcolm in the middle. Who's that? What's that? Never seen it. Dewey. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you mean. Heisenberg. I'll yeah. just do a quiet one. <laughs> just one. Fading just one. out. Just, just one. one. Just the one. Just one. Anyway, this is what Daniel Jackson reckons of you, mate. Reese, your father made you wrong. You stupid son of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> you know, you need to really pick up your question. Right you need in, to mate. do something for this podcast. Yeah, you, you look, you get <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got me. <laughs> Uh, I've been got, saving that one for six seasons. I've got a new soundboard. I've got a, I've got a new soundboard. Do you want to hear it? He's throwing his curveball card. Let's see what Reese seasons. throws back at him. <laughs> I've, I've got a new soundboard. Does anyone want to hear it? I've got a new, Absolutely I've got a new not. Sound effect. You ready? I don't. I don't know what. I'm gonna, <laughs> no, it's just farted into the mic. Oh, yeah, well, that quicks repeats. I don't know what I'm. Gonna, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but I just got it anyway. Oh, I like how you flicked the phone too. That's oh, how you, you activate it. Right. I'm, really, oh. I'm actually really jealous of that. I don't know how. Is that the Catwoman app? I could use no, that's that. The, you're whipped. I could use Hallie that. Barry. Yeah, with a lot of my mates. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a room with three married guys, so I figured it'd come up at some point. Married guys. Married guys. <laughs> don't you fucking do that to De- me? Don't you know, bro? I'll kick you out. Show me your ID. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've had one too many drunks. <laughs> You can't come in here, bro. Not with those shoes. One too many Not dressed like that. Or oh, new band shirts, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Kiwi's only in here. You can't come in here without protection, bro. You'll get f***ed up. You'll get into a bit of mischief, eh? Hey, oh. before you uh, wrap it up, Mitch, I don't know if you want to play this uh, as we go out after we've said our goodbyes and all that kind of stuff. No. But I do have with some amazingly clear crisp audio that I recorded on my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Sarcasm meter's going off. Of Walter telling a story about him getting in trouble while filming the pilot of SG1 back in 1997. Do you want me to grab the real audio so you can pop it in post? No, nah, I like the tin one, actually. <laughs> well, I held, this, I held the phone closer this okay. time. Oh, so, oh, well, you know. we'll be the judge of that, mate. Double so fire we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> do all our socialsy bits and we'll, and we'll play that as, uh, as our little, uh, little ending. Save the best for the last. Save the best last. Oh, oh, yes. All right, that's episode 125 of oh, Get yeah. Into Gate. We will be back yeah. next week. 126 is going to be all about Paradise Lost, episode 15 Take of season six. And the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Take me home. Wow. Wow.
Well done. That was that was, uh, that was pretty good. Didn't even practice that. No. 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 I mean, Straight I didn't add to dome. it. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you know, subscribe, like, all that sort of stuff. Share the gift. Spread the word of Get Into Gate. Just uh, search, if you haven't already, Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Slide into Mitch's DMs like you got yeah. last week. Sure. Mm. You know? Do it. I mean, I'm open to He's it. He's a married obviously. man, but it's fine. Yeah, look, you know, one every now and again. Wait, if you, you want, want some it? smoke and fire, jump into Patreon. Where there's smoke, there's fire. If you want to see the whole picture, and not get all the smoke and mirrors, jump yeah, on to patreon.com forward slash get in the gate. If you want to watch me snort coke off a mirror, <laughs> jump in. And um, then smoke it. Smoke it. Smoke the mirror. Absolutely. I think Drink we're probably due for another uh, Q&A video on um, Patreon. Oh, we're due for something, anything, I reckon. <sighs> Give some brothers podcast just dropped not long ago. So. Yeah, we've ju- just dropped two, actually. Yeah, in jump the last on. two weeks. Oh, so. Spread them out, guys. You're welcome. No point. No, what for? Give them what they want. <laughs> value for money is what I'm saying. Give those four people what they want. <laughs> Mate, we've got at least five. Yeah. At Gibson Bros Pod as well, if you want to jump oh, on, yeah. on, I mean, Twitter. on the Twitter. I mean, you, you can only Twitter. listen to it if you're on a Patreon, but if you're not, feel free to just follow them on Twitter. They need the well, followers. Get on Patreon. We don't need them, but if you want to follow, it's up to you. Or just search via the hashtag get. Because they're the only one on Twitter that uses it. Absolutely. So, really? No one uses hashtag get f- no, Not the way they do, not. mate. Wow. Would, you know, would you believe there's a different Gibson Brothers podcast uh, in the UK? Christian. They're actually uh, musicians. And we got a tweet wow. the other day from some Valkyrie chick that um, <laughs> says, uh, hey, Gibson Brothers pod, I'm in your audience in Bristol. Yeah. Nice. We weren't there. We're touring to Bristol, though. Yeah, we were. Great people in Bristol. Tell you to send over a signed copy. (laughs) Well, I liked the tweet, and I thought, I wonder if she's going to get excited about that. (laughs) Send over their their, their cover of a good Charlotte song. Yeah. Mm. Just uh, do hashtag get next time. (laughs) (laughs) And you reply. (laughs) A new album. Hashtag get I thought we kicked you out of the yeah. Bristol. <laughs> I mean, uh, what is it? Bieber and um, Ed Sheeran did the what? Hashtag I don't care or whatever it is for their yeah. new songs. You could do hashtag get. F- yeah. Oh, thanks. It was the Bieber. <laughs> Bieber said I could. Bieber. The Biebs. Yeah. Biebster. Now you've got permission. The Big flogathon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we're tired. And oh. my pitch, Matty. Yeah, Mitch underscore Lewis. I'm at the Bren Gibson. I'm at Gibson. Bros pod. <laughs> Good jump on board. Good, Good cross promotion. Doesn't matter if you don't listen, just like it. <laughs> Make us feel better. We'll tell you to get f***ed a lot. Because <laughs> everyone likes that. Get into geek. Did I have to tell you, like, the first day we shot, I got there, like, the first day we shot, we were, like, I was there from, like, 6 o'clock in the morning till the end. They didn't use me till, like, mm-hmm. 4 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I was so tired that I closed my eyes. And the one moment that I closed my eyes, Mario was like surrounded by all these extras. Remember, it was a two-hour episode, the right. first one. Right. And he looks up and he sees me asleep in my chair. Oh, no. From all day, I'm sitting in that chair all day. I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm here. Use me. Yeah. Use me. And I just drifted. I just, I went, oh, my God, my eyes are so tired. I just closed my eyes. I, lo- I opened my eyes, and he's staring at me. Uh. And then I thought, oh, my God. Oh, my God, he's going to fire me. And then he didn't. And the next day, I did it again. <laughs> And he, and he threw a nickel at the window. To wake you up? Yeah. <laughs> Ping! I open my eyes and he's, and he's giving me the little, like, no, don't, no, no, don't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And all those naked women in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I felt like guts to, to, to bug you about phones. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's wrong. Well, Gary, I, I've always appreciated your contribution to the show. 
And I know that we had other technicians in the past, but uh, for me, there'll, there'll always be just one technician. Thanks. And that would be That you. would be somebody else. No, not the other you. <laughs> No one does poo cramps like you. Oh, poo cramps. Remember poo cramps? I do remember poo cramps. It was a whole through line. And uh, it was great. Drink this pretzel <laughs> bismol. 2001. Gary said, what do you mean? Drink that <laughs> But I was game. And you were game, baby. People, do you remember people saying, do you know that Gary's drinking Pepto-Bismol in the back of the seat? And you go, yeah, I know. I told him to. I told him to. <laughs>